What's up, gamers? Or should I call you the land of the Ojamas? Or maybe my fellow Birdians. I kind of like Birdians. Birdians sounds good. You know what? I'm sticking with Birdians. So what's up, guys? little uh, special episode for you guys, you know, since you're cool and shit. Um, I thought something cool I would talk about that I'm really interested in, or I think a lot of you guys are interested in. Um, so I was talking to my group chat that I usually talk to, uh, most of the time in the group chat, it's more of just like, I'm in a group chat with my OTS people, like my, my cool, like playtesting group that I hang out with, you know? Um, and I love trying to get cards off them because fuck TCG player. Um, every time I order from TCG player, I always get the wrong item, the wrong rarity or the quality sucks. And there's no difference. Like, literally, it's all bad. I don't understand. The only time anything I ever ordered came correctly was my Brave package. And that's because I paid, like, $200 for it. So I hope it would come in. Correct. But anyways, um, I was talking to the group. And I was like, you know what? I kind of want to do a special episode for people trying to get back into the game. Because I know it's really hard. Like, coming from somebody who came back into the game, like, a year ago, it is extremely hard to get back into the game. And honestly, I feel like it's so expensive most of the time that, like, people don't know where to start, right? Because most of the time, you show somebody a meta deck or, like, a top meta deck, they're going to be, like, $1,000, $500, like... That's expensive. And you know, they're absolutely right. Like who who wants to step into a game and pay five hundred dollars to not even know if you're gonna like it or have success, right? So I think a lot of times um it comes down to like finding alternate like alternate things to play and cool cheap decks that I think can compete and then I think a lot of people like sleep on and then also I want to kind of give you like what to expect at a locals like how you should go about it because a lot of people were talking to me um uh getting a lot of twitter dms like please send me dms like I'm gonna answer you immediately and if I wasn't I was either like beating my head in with something at work like wanting to die or I was probably on like doing book because I've been, like, really into Punk Zombie and, like, trying to figure out these combos. Because, dude, let me just tell you, like, a lot of people think Punk Therion is the best deck of the format. Let me tell you, like, Punk Zombie is actually insane. Like, a lot of times you'll scythe lock your opponent and you haven't even used, like, any of your extenders in the graveyard. So you have, like, ten extenders on the next turn to go into Psychic End Punisher and Access Code. <laughs> Like, it's actually nuts. Like, I'm really excited to play this deck this Thursday and Saturday. Um, also, uh, sorry to interrupt, but another cool thing, I actually got featured in a deck profile like crazy. Uh, so Saturday, we had like a PPG invitational thing where winner got an invite to a PPG and there was like two cases of product. Um, I got eighth. Or seventh, sorry, seventh. Uh, I wasn't too happy about it. Uh, 
literally like top cut, like top eight, I literally bricked. Like it was both games were actually unplayable. Um, I was playing Sun Avalon, which I've been playing. Um, I actually beat the guy who won the whole thing. Like I, I kicked his ass. And I think that's just like, because like, so the guy who won, he was playing, uh, he was playing, uh, branded Eldritch. And when I played against him, I just used illegal night and I kept like popping his back row back. <laughs> so like he flipped skill drain and I Draco backed it. And then I like summoned illegal night and he's like looking at it. And I'm like, Ooh, here comes monkey flip. And he's like, Oh no, summon's fine. I'm like, wait, you're kidding. Right. <laughs> so I just, I kept the legal knight in his back row back to his hand and just beating him. <laughs> it was so funny. I've, I've never seen anything so funny, but like, yeah, he won. He, I, I can't even get mad because he was, he was pretty good. He, he, he's been playing Elwich for a while. Uh, he was playing Elwich actually before I started this podcast. He's from out of town. So, but every time I see him, like, it's always a good match. Um, I feel like every time I just like, like he's, he's such a good player, but I always wash him with, because I get like this, I draw the stupid sacky one of, like I talked about in the podcast, man. That's, that's actually what I lost to, but uh, yeah, one, uh, my game, like round four, I lost to a top deck dark ruler and a twin twister. Um, and then they proceeded to like, uh, ABC Therion combo me, and I was like, man, this fucking sucks. Uh, but at least I didn't get red rebooted. I did not get red rebooted, so I'll take it. But anyways, uh, back to the subject at hand. Um, I thought I would talk about some cool alternatives, and I'm actually going to pull it up on TCG Player, so I don't be big dummy and be like, oh yeah, totally buy this card. It's totally cheap, guys. But yeah, we'll talk about some cheap decks that I think are good. So, I think the first cheap deck I think everybody and their mom should play. Just to kind of understand. Um, Dinos, I know you've probably... It's probably ingrained in your skull now that not like Dinos, like... Oh, you should play dinos. You should, but like, really, try it out. Like, play dinos. It's it's a really cool deck. Uh, actually, it was like the third deck I ever learned because it's easy. Everything in the deck is probably under twenty dollars. The only thing that ever cost money was Scrap Chimera, and now that they made it a shitty gold rare, you can literally get it for like ten cents. Like, if you go to your if you go to your locals, somebody will probably have the deck and literally either give it to you or sell it to you for like ten bucks. Like, it's, it's an amazing deck, and it does so much. And um, shout out to Top Cut Podcast, but I, uh, one of them, uh, I think Sunny, like, was showing some spice with the Visa Starfrost. I mean, obviously, if this is budget, don't don't buy the Visa Starfrost, but um, it, was, it was pretty cool. But uh, I think Dinos is a great starting place for anyone. Um, the combos... You're basically playing a pure going second deck. I think they have some going first decks, but Dinos is great at breaking boards, and Misk is such a broken card, even at one, that, like, why would you not play it? Like, literally, 
Miss just says, you can't interact with me. I'm just going to do what I want. And also, I'm also going to extend for you. So, honestly, I think Dinos is a great pickup. Um, the only thing, no, honestly, uh, Dino is better with Prosperity, but I'm pretty sure Pot of Extravagance right now is like $1.33 for the um, for the Albat, Albat Strike, which I will talk about later. Yeah. Honestly, $2.17, that's a steal. It's a good card, and you probably should be playing it if you can. Um, What's another cool deck? How about this one? Um, This one always pops up in formats when they're unsolved. It's uh, uh, DGFs or DZF. Man, I'm so sorry. I fucked up your name. Um, He plays it all the time. I bet you're saying Altergeist right now, and you're right. It's Altergeist. Um, Altergeist is actually cheap now, which is crazy. Um, this is actually a beginner deck I picked up too uh, because I love trap decks. They're pretty cool. Monkey set five pass is pretty fun. Um, but yeah, like literally Altergeist is extremely cheap because everything got reprinted except for a couple cards. Um, like... Everything's in the new Eldorado set. The only thing that I can think of in the engine that would be, like, somewhat expensive is you will need three copies of personal spoofing. And to me, it's looking like... Ooh. It's looking like... Oh, actually, never mind. I'm completely wrong. Even the personal spoofings aren't the bad. They're, like, $2. $2... I mean, for the, if you want the super, pay a little bit of extra, get it for $2. Okay, so just pick up the supers, man. Like, it's really cheap. Uh, protocol, super cheap. You don't even really need an extra deck. Um, like, the extra deck is not really needed. Honestly, you just you can run... The only the only extra deck monster you need is Altergeist Hexia. And if I'm not mistaken... Let's see here... Hexia, I think it's the only. Oh no, twenty cents, dude. Just pick it up. It's even if you're if even if you're not planning on playing it, it's just such a good deck, and especially with the release and Brothers of Legend of uh, Pukiri and the new uh, Memory Gant, it kind of adds like a combo feature. It, so if you don't know, Alter Guys um, Pukiri is kind of like a microcoder, where it links from the hand. And then I'm pretty sure you just add it back to your hand. Like, it's just free. So you can go into the Hextia and then the Memory Gant and then, like, go for the OTK. Right? And then also, like, Altergeist is a stun deck. And it prevents your opponent from playing. And what more fun could you have than doing that? And I mean, also, like, even the monsters themselves are kind of good. Like, uh, Altergeist Meliseek sends a card to the graveyard and it can attack directly when it deals damage. Also, Multifaker is at 3 in the TCG, which is still crazy to me because the card is so broken. So, um, for those of who, who have never read an Altergeist card, um, Altergeist Multifaker. Um, so, when you activate a trap card, um, so you activate the trap card, it resolves. Then on a new chain, you say Multifaker effect in your hand. It special summons itself, and then it specials another Altergeist from deck. And usually you summon Silicis 
And Silicis is the one that bounces an Alter Geist card back to your hand and then bounces the monster back. It's like a free compulse, right? But then you also have your trap cards. So you're just like interrupting your opponent the whole time and you're slowly whittling them down on resources and you're just slowly building it up. It's kind of like um, a poor man's outlet, I'd like to say. Um, but honestly, in waves, Altergeist is cooler um, because you could play one more than one monster and like also like you could play extra other extra deck monsters and stuff like that. But yeah, um, the only uh, expensive card that I think you would have to play in this is um, Solemn Judgment is like a little expensive. From what I saw, wow, they actually have gone up. Let's see what the cheapest one. What what are, what are we working with here? The cheapest one. The cheapest one is like from Secret Slayers. It's like six dollars, right? Um, you pick up three of them. That is like eighteen dollars. But Judgment is a good card. Um, but the good thing is, is Strike and Tribute used to be expensive, right? But you can get the rares from Grand Creators for like nothing now. So you could pick those up, and you could have a bunch of good trap cards, and then. Um, Altergeist plays Extravagance because it doesn't really need the extra deck. So that's another great thing you could play. You could play the Extravagance. Like I said, that's like a dollar. And that, like, infinitely makes the deck way better, right? So, another cheap deck that, uh, was actually the first competitive deck that I ever played. Um, most people will say it's actually... A fan favorite and also it is still a meta deck today it's not well okay i take that back it's a rogue deck but it's a very good rogue deck that still tops like a lot and that is salmon great uh salad is just the king of cyber decks um it's so flexible it can recur resources it literally does everything you want a deck to do and more. Like, it is insane what you can do with, like, five cards, right? Um, and then also, each of the, um, sorry, oh my god. Each of the Salomon Great monsters get an effect because of Sanctuary. So, you know, Konami and Link 1s, they just, like, suck Link 1s off. So, uh, Baylinx is just a field spell searcher. So, cool. But, you know, Konami was like, you know what? We got to make it more broken. So in the graveyard, it can actually protect um, a destruction effect against one of your salads, which is great. And then also, um, Salmon Great Wolf is pretty nuts. It lets you add a fire monster. So what the field spell lets you do, essentially, is link uh, monsters with the same name to another with the same name. So you could go Salmon Great Wolf and then link the wolf into another wolf. And you get an extra effect added on. And I think it's great. It's way playable than what people say. Um, I think people play it with the uh, Brave package. But you don't have to play that. That's just like an extra added like bonus if you had it, right? But if you're starting out in the game, like you're really not going to have that. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, now really good optional card that you could play um as a new player 
I was always like not ready to invest, and that's understandable. Um, but I'll just tell you now: go ahead and um, invest in Ash Blossoms. Um, I know it sucks. Um, I actually got a good deal for mine. I got three for forty-five, and most of the time, the people at locals will like help a new player out, especially if you're like trying to get your foothold on things. Like, they will help you out. So I definitely think uh, Ash Blossom is amazing in this deck because essentially Wolf can let you add it back, which you just added a hand trap back, right? So you, you just got an extra interruption for not doing anything, right? And it actually came with it in the structure deck, but you know how that is. But I would totally recommend it, but it's it's optional at the same time. You could always run cheaper hand traps like Fect Veiler, Ghost Ogre, Skullmeister. And those are some other like options you can do. Cause in a lot of decks, it's you you definitely need to run hand traps. But the great thing is you don't have to run expensive hand traps because there are hand traps that will make it like that are super cheap that make a difference, right? And you should always stick with a cheap option starting out until you're ready to invest in a more meta deck and you want to get better. But always start out with the lower stuff, the lower end. I used to call myself the common guru when I first started because I all I, I rocked all the commons. I never upgraded my rarity. Now, not so much. But before, I used to just rock the commons because sometimes rocking the commons, like, you, until you play somebody who like cares about rarity, just watch watching your busted like busted ass like solemn strike that's been through like hell and back and makes people so mad and it's great. It just reminds you of a guru player, you know. So I just want to throw a fun deck in here. So this is the deck, second deck that I brought to locals because of uh, a video on Dark Arm Duelist. Shout out to his channel, um, Appliancers are actually insanely fun and insanely stupid, but are actually pretty good. You can do a griffin lock on your opponent. You can um, go into this loptopus. Like, uh, oh, what is it? Machine duplication is insane in the deck, right? The whole core you can get for literally 10 bucks. Not even 10 bucks. I what? Well, hold up. What is the most expensive appliancer card? Because I'm pretty sure they're like, dude, you could get the whole deck for like five bucks. You could get literally get play sets of everything. You're good. Play sets of everything. And the deck is really fun and it's good if you know what you're doing. And it'll kind of help you learn Link Monsters a little bit better. Especially if you're like, if you're like me and you didn't really understand Link Monsters like first coming into the game. Um... Pendulum, just good luck, buddy. Like, nobody understands Pendulum except for Triff. Um, but it's definitely a good, really cheap deck that you can play with friends or, like, take to locals for your first time. That'll really, like, get you understanding and in the flow of the gameplay. And, like, when you first start, you're going to lose a lot. And that's okay because losing will make you get better. Um, one of my friends, Jesse, always told me, like, like, you'll take a step as a player, and then you'll realize. So, like, for me, I used to be 0-4 every Locals, every big event we had at our store, and now I'm, like, consistently in the top eight, which to me is crazy. And 
Uh, I think a lot of it turns up to luck, but I I think I've definitely seen an improvement, and you'll see that improvement as well. If you like, take it slow, learn the game instead of just like doing things. Like don't don't be a master dual player, right? Like don't just click buttons. Like understand what you're doing, <laughs> because like a lot of times that was how I was. Like when I would play online simulators, like doing Nexus, I was just clicking yes, boy. Like I didn't understand what was going on, but like play testing and stuff like that like understanding the deck will make you so much better and that's why you start out with these beginner decks right the cheap stuff so that way you learn the cheap stuff and then you upgrade yourself right so another cool cheap deck that i can think of that i personally love and i will continue to love for the rest of my playing days is virtual world um virtual world shen shen and chuche are still not bad they're they're pretty good. Like I think Virtual World is a very confusing deck for a beginner. I will say that. Um but if you're one of those people that just likes to be thrown in the mix and likes to figure it out, well then that's the deck for you, man. Like you you will throw yourself in and the deck is extremely cheap. Honestly, now thinking about it, you could get the upgraded rarities. You could you could be a cool Steve, right? You could be a cool Steve because the whole deck is like cheap. Like, how much is the bro? You can literally get the Prismatic Secret Rare um, for uh, Lulu for like a dollar. Like, why wouldn't you though? You know, and the whole deck actually got reprinted in the uh, tens. Now, the only thing that would be slightly expensive for the deck is probably going to be your um, Synchros. Um, obviously, Baron is out of the question. I don't even have a Baron yet, guys. Um, but what I would recommend is um, in the new set, there's a Navy Mech, the new level 9. That card is insane. I'm surprised nobody has like have read that shit. Like I don't understand. <laughs> like the card's so good. I thought about running it in my zombie funk because like it's literally in the gate, right? But looking at it too, um the the only card that I think you would have to run that is kind of expensive is a Zeus. Zeus is like we'll say it's like $14, which isn't bad at all. Um, You definitely could probably get it cheaper at um, a store or like an OTS or maybe like someone has one that they're willing to give away. Um, Also, you may have to get... um, Oh, what am I saying? Jesus, I'm sorry. You may also have to get some Pot of Desires, but Pot of Desires, like the commons, are like 85 cents, so like a dollar a piece, and it's limited, or semi-limited, so you can only run two of them. But it's totally worth it, and I think it adds a new layer to the deck. So, uh, after doing the decks, we'll talk about locals, right? So, I think what everybody has a problem with is like being scared to like jump into the realm, right? Because you don't know. I hate people. You hate people. Everybody hates people. Well, sometimes getting out of that comfort zone is what's going to make you happy, right? Like, I just want to tell you, little old Noah was scared to death with his little Dino Wrestler deck going to locals, right? 
And yeah, I got my ass handed to me. But like everybody in the community was so nice to me. Like everybody that I interacted with was amazing, helped me out. Like I remember I built B Troopers when it first came out because I thought it was so fucking cool, right? And every single person at that locals helped me build it. Like they would literally find cards for me. They would look through their bulks for hours and be like, yo, Noah, here's this card. I found it for you. And like they would just give it to me. Like people just want a community where they can bond with. And I think honestly, that's what it should be. And that's what it always should be. So I don't think you should ever be scared to take that first step. But if you do, if you're willing to take the first step, um, I'll definitely talk about some things that you should probably know um, before you get jumped in, before you get slammed in, right? So I think the most important thing to know really is like how different online simulators are from real life. So... Um, a lot of people are, are taking this from Master Duel to real life because um, that's what we see most of the time, which I think is cool, even though Master Duel is an ass game. It, it is. Like, they ruined it for me. Um, but I think taking that step is really good, and I think you need to understand the flow of a game. So what I recommend doing is if you have a friend who is willing to learn or play with you, like, play together. Um, watch some videos, like watch just people playing because that'll make you understand a little bit how the flow of a game works. Definitely try to understand the rules. Chain links are really hard to understand as a beginner, and you're not going to understand that walking in. So make, make sure to let your opponent know like, Hey, I'm a beginner. I'm still learning, man. Like if I mess something up, let me know and, and kind of explain some things to me. Because most, like, locals will be like, yeah, totally, and, like, they'll help you out, right? Because a lot of times, like, learning that stuff is really hard. Like, I had trouble with chain links, and I still have trouble with chain links, and I've been playing for almost a year. And I don't know if that's to, to see how bad I am or, like, to say how hard it is, but it's I think it's a mix of both. Um, also, I think you should always have card sleeves. Um. So Yu-Gi-Oh cards run on Japanese size or small if you're buying Ultra Pro. Um, sleeves are very important. Um, I recommend uh, Dragon Shields. Uh, that's what I personally use, and that's what I think most people use. I also really love um, the babies themselves. I really do love... Um, why did I just have a brain melt? Okay, never mind. I don't know why that happened. But um, card sleeves are extremely important. You need to protect your common investment. Um, and if you don't know what card sleeves to pick out, go to your locals. Be like, hey, first time, I need some sleeves. Hook me up. And most of the time, they will. And they'll help you. Um, the next thing, and probably the last thing I would say you absolutely have to have, is going to be a mat. I, I think mats are extremely important. Again, you want to protect your investment. Those commons, hey, you never know. I I looked through my bulk, and I found a bunch of commons, and they were actually worth money. You know how much Mizuki is right now? It's like $4, and it's a common, right? So protect your investment that you're investing in, right? And you can get really cheap mats if you just go on eBay. Like, literally just pull up eBay, type in, like, um, 
mat, like a Yu-Gi-Oh mat, you can get one for 20 bucks on Amazon. If you're really not willing to go like um, that expensive, like there's cheaper options. Um, I would recommend. So when I first started, I got the one that didn't have the link centers. Um, for a newer player, I recommend getting one with the zones with the link extra monster zones too, like the link zones. Uh, just to help you out because you're gonna like fuck up placement like constantly, like I did. Like I literally was trying to put the link monsters in the regular zones, and they're like, bro, you can't do that. And I'm like, what do you mean? Um, but anyways, I would definitely recommend that. And I think honestly, you will learn the rest walking in the building, like talking with people, like try to socialize a little bit, like get to know people because they're going to be the people that you see every Saturday when you go, right. Or Thursday or whatever other day you do it. So you should definitely like try to be friends with some of them, like reach out. Um, I never would have started a podcast without like my locals like actually being so nice and like me finding a passion that I really enjoy and and I think like honestly it could be a new chance for you guys like starting out so like go to a locals have some fun get your ass kicked for the first time but guess what it's a it's an experience and if you go every week or you go when you can like you're going to get better and like you're going to make a difference I assure you because I want as many players as possible in this game. So, sorry for my little 30-minute rant. Um, check me out on Twitter. At uh, Killer Meta. Um, so, like, oh, it's Killer Meta YGO. Don't be a big old dummy. And, like, I guess I'll talk to you guys later. This is a little bonus episode. So, I, I, I might upload Thursday to Wink Wink, uh, Snizzle Snizzle, Kiss Kiss. So, I'll talk to you guys later.